0: Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro-movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Um, happy moms for our mom happy hour Um, and uh, welcome if you're listening on the Imperfect Momming podcast. Um, So I'm a little late as um, per usual when I am out of my routine. Um, There's something that, you know, I have a little bit of a story (laughs) that I want things to look right. But what I really think it is, is that I want things to feel right. Um, and those are connected sometimes, but, but very, very different. Um, I am coming to you live from Toronto, Canada. Um, I kept saying, I'm going to Canada, I'm going to Canada. And my friend was like, lives here she's like Canada's a big place that's like saying I'm going to the US (laughs) so I'm in Toronto Canada Um, I am three hours ahead of my normal um, schedule so um, it is nine o'clock here um, where I'm at but it is six in the morning where I'm from Anyway, so Canada is... Toronto is beautiful. Um, I'm loving it. Although yesterday, I literally didn't go outside like the whole day. So I'm going to have to do that as soon as we get... Um, as soon as I jump off of here. Um, so I'm I'm in Toronto. I'm doing a virtual event, which could literally be done anywhere. Um, but this virtual event used to be live and i i went to it live uh, three times and now i have been to it virtually five times and i like live better like i liked i liked a virtual for a while and then i'm like "Mm, i really like live. so um i uh i have a friend that um that i met in this community and I came to visit her, so um, this is my first time out of the U- the U.S. as an adult, um, so I got my first stamp on my, um, on my passport, although I don't know that they stamp it anymore, and that was a little disappointing, because I don't remember getting a stamp. I remember it getting st- scanned, and I remember my face getting scanned, and that's about it. So that was a little disappointing, but... I got my first stamp, air quotes, on um on my pop on my passport. Um so something came to me on Monday that that I thought was a really interesting thought, and I had to write it down because um it has fallen out of my head multiple times. So when we say that something is right or wrong. It's a judgment because the question can be asked right for who or wrong for who. I'm going to digress for a second, but I have a point, I'm pretty sure. So I have in the past, not really been open to um, to people that, that dress and drag. Um, I was, I'm not, ooh, I hate you, or anything like that. It just wasn't something that was something that I understood. It wasn't something that I celebrated. Um, and, like, even when my friend said, that she's been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Whatever. Um, I don't understand why, but okay. So when we got here, she asked if I wanted to watch it. And I like having background noise, and I was a little curious, so I watched it. And um, the thing, like, I freaking love it. I love, like, I love drama. Um, America's Next Top Model was my favorite kind of drama that I love to watch, um, besides my soap operas um which i can't watch while i'm in canada by the way did you know that when you go to other countries that your um hulu and netflix uh, accounts don't work it's crazy anyway um so when um when i'm watching you know rupaul's drag race at the at at some point rupaul says that we're born naked and everything else is drag. And that really goes hand in hand with pretty much what I've been learning is that we, that anything that says we can't do something is just a story. Um, I'm fairly certain I've talked about my fear of spiders on here. Um, I've talked about this story so much, I don't know if I'm repeating myself. So if I am, I apologize. Um, But my... I've been afraid of spiders since before I can remember. And, And I went through a... A coaching process and I stopped being scared of spiders and that wasn't the goal of the coaching process but when um, when I brought it up to my friend I was like I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna help me exactly because um, Because being afraid of spiders wasn't really like holding me back it wasn't like really inhibiting my life like I would just call uh, my boyfriend and say Kill the spider and um, you know or I would stay away from it like it wasn't it wasn't a big deal and um, when I said that to my friend she said yeah but now you know you can overcome any fear and when she said that my head exploded with like thoughts and ideas because like not only can you get over every fear but you can act in spite of your fear um anyway so it it connects to everything's a judgment that right anything that's right and wrong is a judgment it it does connect because it's all a story fear is a story like there's nothing that we can't do And so when, when we, what we have to focus on is what's right for us, what's right for me, what's wrong for me, um, or, or not even use those words, but like what is in alignment for me? So, you know, it's, I'm trying to think of an example And I can't at the moment, but when it comes to me I will (laughs) I'll share an example. Um, okay, I'll I'll give a, a, a simple one. So it's some people think that for labor that it's wrong to have an epidural and that it's right to give birth naturally. Um, and there are some moms who go into the delivery room and their contractions start and they were firmly against epidural and they said, give me the drugs, right? Um, so in that moment, it was aligned for you to have, the drugs or what if you're you have an emergency c-section pretty sure you need an epidural <laughs> pretty sure they're going to numb you out for that um i didn't have an emergency c-section but um it was a planned one and they they gave me an epidural and it was the first time like it was very important to me to have birth or to give birth naturally um and like the the third surrogacy baby that i had the mom didn't care if i had medication and so i was like well i my sister-in-law said that fentanyl was like just took the edge off of of the pain and i'm like well i would love to take the edge off that sounds fantastic and they gave me the fentanyl and i felt every single edge so it didn't even work (laughs) anyway um so you know it might be in alignment for you to have an epidural it might be an alignment for you to um to have a natural birth and you might have think one thing's in alignment and then find out that it's not so um it's it's important this is why i believe that you know getting into your intuition is um is so important because you can't know what's right for you if you're asking everybody else. I don't think that there's a problem with asking for input, but I spent a lot of my life asking for other people's input on my life and just doing what they said because that was what felt right or that's what i assumed was right because somebody else told me i'm gonna i'm gonna close with this very interesting thing that i heard yesterday that created a whole long like four-hour conversation um about uh, about being a parent like loving our kids just loving our kids isn't enough and I loved it when I heard it and then I started to question it and I was like but how does that connect with like what my message is that your, your intuition like trust yourself all of that but what i think it means that just loving your kids isn't enough means that we have to develop ourselves we have to do what my the the title of my podcast is we have to become better parents by becoming better people by healing Our wounds and our traumas because we have them and when we don't address them our children pick up on them and they repeat our patterns it is vital for our kids that we do everything that we can to not give them our crap I'm sure you don't want your parents' crap. I don't want my parents' crap. I love my parents. I don't want their crap. <laughs> and I for sure don't want Xander having my crap. I really don't. If if I could, I would give him a clean slate. And And the closest thing I can do to giving him a clean slate is to clean my slate as I go. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Momming Podcast and Mom Happy Hour. And um, I will see you all next week. There will be another episode of Imperfect Momming for you all tomorrow. Um, And until we meet again, keep healing. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alicialyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A- l-y-o-n-s dot com. See you next time.